When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. to this week's episode of the Spurs show. Well, that was the week that was, really. Uh, last week's show, we were cock-a-hoop. We were uh, delighted after the performance of Chelsea. And the last seven days has been an absolute basket case for the club, for us as fans. It's, 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 it's like groundhog season, really, all over again. Joining me tonight, uh, returning on the show, uh, a couple of guests. Firstly, Gordon Barlow. How are you, Gordon? Yeah, all good, thanks. Good, thanks for coming along and joining us tonight. And direct from Israel, Daniel Greenberg. Hello, Danny. Hi, Mike. Nice to see you. Join nice you again. to see you too. Thanks for coming on. Well, it's been, uh, as I said at the top of the show, a weird old week. Um, you know, some of us maybe out there would have sort of accepted the weakened team on Sheffield United, provided that we got the three points against Wolves. We didn't. We lost both of them. Uh, the resurgence in Liverpool clearly now right behind us in fourth position. Uh, we all know where that's going to go. So uh, huge, huge onus on this Wednesday's game against AC Milan. But before we look ahead to that, uh, let's start. Well, I think we've got to start with that cup game, Gordon. Um, when I saw the team team sheet, I immediately thought, ah, OK, clearly no priorities. No Kane, uh, particularly. Resting players. In saying that, I saw the Sheffield United team sheet and I went, oh, a couple of youngsters, journeymen, uh, should be all right. But, you know, how? I mean, we could talk about Middlesbrough in the Cup, Norwich, Palace, so many games over this few seasons where exactly the same has happened, whereby you can't just blame a manager uh, or the previous manager. There's a pattern here. And we know a lot of people argue, oh, well, FA Cup's not worth any money, blah, blah, blah. but surely surely the players can get up for. What an opportunity to face Blackburn Rovers in the quarterfinal. It really, really kept the season going. How disappointed were you last week? I, I'm absolutely gutted. You know, it's it's all about a mindset. 
that team, you know, despite, you know, Kane and that not playing, should easily have been good enough to get through. So I understand the kind of concept of doing that. You know, I'm old enough to remember days when you ran out and you took players off at 3-0 up. You didn't have this kind of plate change around where you needed to give people games. I mean, to me, our season rested on that. We are not going to win the Champions League. Okay, no, no question about. It. I actually fear who we might get in the next round. You know, <laughs> if we watching, get that far. <laughs> I, well, I, okay, but, yeah, but we'll I, come but to I reckon, later. <laughs> I, I reckon our home's been good in the last few games, but you know, I remember Bayern Munich in those days putting seven passes. But listen, it should have been. Gone. I don't understand. I mean, if you look at the last something like six or seven games that we've gone out in the FA Cup, our back three involved in all that was Davis, Sanchez, and Dyer. Now, these three players have featured in all those games. And if you look at the Sheffield United goal, I mean, every one of them is standing there, you know, turning their back. None of them have gone there and absolutely looked to, to take charge of that particular situation. It's, I mean, to me, it's a mindset. It's a mentality. You know, they're all prima donnas. You know, they'll all want to turn up in the Champions League. But for the fans, it's about the FA Cup. Now, what frustrates me is, a, as a club, we don't have the mentality, mentality to go and win a cup. And it goes right back to when you're in the final with Man City and you sack Mourinho now, because Levy you know, doesn't want to, you know, him to walk away saying, I won something. But well, I, think there was, I think there was money involved as well. Well, yeah, of course it was. Because if, if we win it, if we win it, okay, the payoff is significantly better. I get that. But the prestige and the stuff that goes with winning a trophy. Now, Mourinho, you know, potentially... Could have you know masterminded that. Ryan Mason was never going to win that. So it, the whole mindset is about money. It all goes back to this whole kind of stuff of that. You know, the Champions League. We qualify on Wednesday night. You know, the revenue going forward now, being in the last eight, will be huge compared to winning an FA Cup. And but for the fans' point of view, it's absolutely gut wrenching to go out there and we, you know, as you said, Middlesbrough and all those kind of situations that, and Forest away as well in the other cup this year as well. It's absolutely gut wrenching, I think. Yeah, you're right, Dan- Daniel. Do you, do you think our kind of the fans' feelings are kind of, I don't know, kind of get in the way? Um, almost like the club kind of almost doesn't want fans. It's almost like no, no, we know best. This is how we do things, and it's the the fact we're going on about this still and talking about this and how frustrated we are. It's almost like we're some sort of inconvenience to the team. Uh, I'm not sure about that. It, I mean, it was the manner of the defeat, wasn't it? It was just a whimper. I mean, they just went out with, with with nothing. They showed nothing. The game was awful. You know, as so many have been this season again on 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 the weekend. I mean, I'm I'm finding them. I'm what I mean. If if, if they're looking to get rid of the fa- uh, ignore the fans, they're doing a good job because I, I, I can't watch them. They're unwatchable. I find, you know, half some of the lot of the time I can't be bothered to watch it. I mean, I think I think, uh, and obviously I'm in Israel, but I think there's plenty of people now with tickets, season tickets, who can't be bothered to go. Probably some games. There's an awful lot of tickets on Facebook and that. You know, which are constantly reoccurring now. I reckon if you didn't have a season ticket, well, you'd be able to go to every game that you wanted to because there's so many tickets that I've been, you know, people are are putting up and offering for sale, sort of stuff, you know, for sure. I mean, I, that's because I, I find them unwatchable. You know, if yeah. we're all of a certain age, we grew up, or even not even that long ago. Think of that final uh, season at the lane under Pochettino, how thrilling it was. It's like we play a different sport now. 
mean, it really is. I mean, I mean, it's extraordinary. You can't, yeah. you can't compare. There's some yeah. games I can't. You know, listen. Sometimes it depends. If they say if I got a better offer, but even if I haven't, there's been games where I've just chosen to go to sleep. They <laughs> they start at ten o'clock here in Israel. Sometimes yeah. I just can't bother. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just dross, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously you know, there's obviously Conte hasn't been there. Um, I, I understand that he's you know he's on the phone and he's watching some dodgy feed, like probably like some of us, and um, you know, watching what, what what's going on. But the team are kind of certainly in the last two games. It's not like uh, they use this opportunity to sort of free themselves. They're playing the same way, Gordon. You know, what was so disappointing at Sheffield United, as Danny said there, was that it was a whimper. Even when they scored, I don't think we had, I think Kane had a, a header, but he headed it down. It was nowhere near. And uh, we barely had a chance. And this is the thing. We're playing an average team and it's, it's, it, I think you're right. I think it does come back to that mentality. And now the FA Cup kind of doesn't really mean much to certain players. I'm not saying all of them. I'm sure Harry Kane is desperate to win a, an FA Cup trophy. But it's a bit like, you know, as you said, they're, they're more interested in the big games like on Wednesday. Meanwhile, five, 6,000 fans schlep up to Sheffield midweek, paying good money, getting home probably sort of three, four o'clock in the morning. Uh, went out again in in a, in a full capacity again. Wolverhampton Wanderers, you know, th- this is a club that has a, such an incredible fan base, and yet we we put up we put up with with these performances. Listen, I, I think the club. Look, I'm not a big anti Levy, you know, kind of hatred kind of thing with all this. You know, I think what he's delivered and a business type thing is utterly sensational. We've got the best ground in the world. We've got the most amazing facilities and all that sort of stuff. But as Pochettino goes right back, we've got no furniture, you know. And the reality is, you know, for the fans, that's what it's all about. It's the key kind of aspect. I mean, this time last year, we brought two players. Bentecourt and Kulu, both of which actually turned our season around. They were sensational. We bought two players this January. I mean, I mean, who are they? I mean, this Danjuma can't even get on the park ahead of Mora. I mean, I mean that was what? a weird one. Seeing I mean, Lucas Mora, who I heard was going to Fenerbahce almost now, and I heard that yeah. Conte went, no, let's wait to the end of the season. He gets a nod ahead of Dan Danjuma, who you think is chomping at the bit to, to get on. That was a very, very strange decision. And, and scored in the last round when he came off the off the bench, you know, onto the park. Scored in the last round. I mean, it's completely ridiculous, because if they're not ready to play, okay, why are we buying them? Because we need players now. And, but if you look at Conti's mannerisms on the side of the pitch nowadays, it's completely changed. He was pacing up and down. He was punching that might, oh, that might be his gallbladder. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, okay. but, but, the is, but even the staff stuff and that, it's all yeah. much more subdued in relation to that mm. whole kind of thing, you know, situation that goes on with all that. And I find that, you know, all kind of, you know, strange. It doesn't look like it's got a... I think the players... You know, you know, probably know that he's not going to be there next year. Oh. I get, I get that Levy doesn't want to invest big money in players. You know that, that aren't going to be wanted by the new manager. You know, if I'm a top class player, why am I going to Spurs if the manager's not there? Because the new manager might want someone different. I get all that, but that's the fundamental reason why this club is failing there and the mindset because it's got no direction. 
you know, if you're a player there, you don't really know. I mean, as individual people, you should have a pride in your performance and you should go out there and get that job done. You know, but people like Richarlison, he's a Brazilian international. He was utterly world-class with some of those goals in the World Cup. But it wouldn't get in my Sunday morning under 11 side the way he played the other night. I mean, it's farcical. You know, so what says something about that bloke's professional pride that he can't even, you know, get a sweat up in that particular situation, particularly when, you know, he wants to start, you know, and he then starts two games sort of stuff. I mean, I, I just don't get it. I just, I want to go there and bang their heads together. It's the just, problem. it's absolutely ridiculous. I think you, you think hit the nail on the head when you said about getting the job done. I mean, it's a job to them. And I think it's like human nature, if you, anyone, if you know your boss doesn't want to be there, you know, everyone slackens off. And that's, and it's happened, I agree with you. It's happened time and time again because of no direction. You know, then they always go then for the opposite of the manager before, almost like the exact opposite of the manager before, or seem to. You know, occasionally they lucked it, they lucked out with Redknapp and then with Pochettino. But uh, so, but, 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 but listen, I don't believe. I mean, I've been going to that club, okay, for, you know, for sort of fifty-eight years. I've been going there. Conte like double, is like a double life sentence, isn't it? Yeah, but Conte is not a Spurs manager. I don't care what you say. He's like a microwave manager. You know, the great at Chelsea because he goes in, buys the big players, they come in, they perform. You know, it's a microwave. It's all done in four minutes. You know, at least under Redknapp and Pochettino, we bought players, we developed players, we coached players. They came through and we, we as a club, I mean, I never thought in my lifetime we'd see us at the Champions League. So fair um, play, I've, I've actually seen that. But but what, what I think is an indictment of the likes of Conte is that we bought an outstanding right back, okay, in Spence, that had performed brilliantly last year. Now, that young lad hasn't even had a single star, and yet he's had Doherty, Emerson Royal when he was underperforming, you know, on that right-hand side. So what I'm saying is, why haven't you coached him, developed him, progressed him so that he's good enough in six months to even make a star? And then when we get to January, we don't want to loan him into Bournemouth or um, Brentford, who were desperate to have him by all accounts. We loan him out to, to, to Nantes in France and that, because no Spurs fans will see him play out there unless they're completely mad and watch that rubbish as well. You know, so we don't see him because if he was playing for Brentford and Bournemouth and playing brilliantly, we'd all be up screaming and say, what's going on? You know, why is he playing so well for them? But, but why haven't we brought him through? If, if he... I'd, li- I'd like to pick up something that Gordon said there, which I think is quite interesting. You know, you could say on one hand, there's the microwave manager, ready, here we go for four minutes. You then turn around and said, it's great when you see a, a coach nurture them, build them up. But under Tottenham and Enoch, they then get to the level... Redknapp, you mentioned there, Danny, Pochettino. You're then waiting for that next step. You've now got young players. You've built that, that next step, that one or two players. It never happens. It, it never, never happens. happens. Right. When it comes to that big purchase, well, let's go and get, I don't know, a couple of years ago, Declan Rice, 80 million. Come on, yeah. let's get that player we need in midfield. It never happens. And let's be honest, look, not, no one knows what's going behind closed doors. We, we surmise that Enoch are entertaining the idea of selling or certainly selling part shares. I think that's, that's uh, you know, makes sense. They've seen now what Chelsea got uh, uh, recently. They now think, well, we're that kind of benchmark and we own our own stadium, etc. cetera. Um, but meanwhile, while all this goes on, there's this uncertainty. There's an uncertainty whether Enoch is staying. There's uncertainty if Conti is staying. There's now uncertainty if, if Kane is going to uh, stay. This, again, this happens year on year. And the only 
thing that the, the only people that gets really affects is us, the fans. We're the only ones who generally care. Levy recently has uh, awarded himself a, a, a bigger pay packet because they brought in 440, 450 million pounds in turnover last year. So as a head of a big company, I don't give them money. It's us sitting there, you know, just going, why can't we play attractive? I, I want, I'm one of these Spurs fans that would rather, and some people laugh, I'd rather see us, you know, win a game 3-2 in a marvellous game of football. Leeds United. You know, it's, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. You look at, unfortunately, you look at Plumpster down the road and the kind of football and, and verve they're playing with. Now, you can argue, do you therefore do everything you want, Danny, to keep Conte there? Let's build on what Conte's done. Or do you just cut the losses and go, we're not extending the contract and that's it? It's absolutely ridiculous to even, you know, it's inconceivable that he he, he can be there next season. I mean, he doesn't want to be there. Um, if if they were to sign, if he wants to sign a new contract, I'm sure it would just be another year rolling. He'd be in exactly the same situation next season. I mean, you should, yeah, as soon as you realise he doesn't want to be, they should have got rid of him, you know, uh, a few months back. He hasn't come back yet, apparently. Uh, as we record this show on a Monday evening, there's, there's no word that he's even back in the country. He was due back, back today, was he not? He yeah, was due back this morning, by all accounts. Yeah. I don't know if he actually arrived. I don't know if it'll make any difference. I, I get the impression that, you know, if if he walks into training, morale just drops and, and you know, they don't enjoy training. Even when you don't enjoy going to work every day, that's what, how it affects you. Of course you know. it does. Yeah, of course it does. But, but the, the thing with this, that I absolutely agree with what you say, Mike, about this business about making that final leap. And it goes back to the Champions League. You know, yeah. when, when Liverpool lost to Real Madrid, they went out and bought Van Dijk and they bought Alisson. They spent big money on two players. They went back the following season and beat us, albeit to a dubious penalty in early on. But they beat, but they beat us and haven't got to the final of the second year. So our options then is that, you know, Pochettino decides he wants to get rid of some key players at the back that were ageing. You know, Levy decides, yes, OK, let's go with that. But he can't get the pennies for them. He doesn't get the big money that he wants to move more for. And those players like Auburn and, and uh, Tobin and, and, and um, Bertongan are still playing at a high level now. OK, but he never got the money for them. So they know they, they you know, they want to be moved on. They don't play to that sort of, you know, 100%. They probably play to 95, 96. And that's not good enough in the Premier League. So no. they get caught out. We underperform. We get rid of Pochettino. Pochettino was not the problem. You know, the problem was is that Levy wanted the big dollars out there rather than actually splashing the cash, going to go and get a couple of decent players. I mean, let's be honest, we still haven't bought a centre-half. You don't think, you don't think some all players that stopped... Well, when the, you know after Champions League we went downhill, there was an awful run. You mentioned the Bayern Munich results, etc. You don't think players then also let yeah, Pochettino down and stop playing for him? Yeah, but, but, but why? Why is Pochettino going to come back to effectively take on the same group of players? This well, is what I don't understand. He, he, he if he's got be... any pride in what he does, and he's won, okay, only in France, but he's won a, a league in in France now, and stills in his early fifties, and a, and a young coach. Why would he want to come back to a club that sacked him? And knowing the owners, what is going to change? What are they going to say to him to go, it's going to be different this time? Why would it be different this time? It it probably won't be any different. He probably thinks it's unfinished business. Listen, he he wants to get rid of Deli Alley. Bloody hell, he was right there, wasn't he? Exactly. Uh, I mean, incredible. You know, exactly how he called it, that's what happened. He knew that team was at the peak. 
and and he couldn't get any more out of them. He wanted investment in new players, and it didn't happen. So he was unhappy. And then you know he then he no longer wanted to be there. Exactly what I said. The players realized he didn't, didn't want to be there. You know, and, and they stepped off. It's it's like. <laughs> It's like what you said, in the, in the Premier League, it's so competitive. If you slacken off 5%, 10%, you're going to get beaten by... Uh... Anybody. Anybody. Let's just go to a very quick break. Uh, and when we come back, we'll, we'll look at the uh, the next performance this week. Uh, it's just slightly better for 45 minutes. Wolverhampton Wanderers back in one minute. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And we're back for the break. Don't forget our monthly London live show is up and running. Go to season.spurshow.net. Sign up and you and a mate can come to all our monthly shows. Uh, the last one, if you haven't listened to our show with Neil Razor Ruddock, great, great show. You can join us on March the 22nd of the West End. We've got David Pleat returning. He was an absolute revelation when he came on our live show about a year or so ago. Uh, there's a couple of one-off tickets available as well for this. If you want to come along, go to boletto.co.uk. Also, don't forget, um, if you uh, like the show, premium content, including a daily news show, explain interviews, original documentary series on Spurs, go to patreon.com slash Spurs show and support our show in the process and follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And if you listen to us on iTunes, leave us a nice review. Next week, we're joined by Danny Fenton, Kieran O'Duffy and Jonathan Rosenthal from LA Spurs. Uh, Danny, the Wolverhampton Wanderers game, um, again, as I said earlier, lots of Tottenham fans went up there. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, team near the bottom. Um, always a tough game against them. And then the, from what, the way I saw it, I thought first half we were much, much better. Unlucky not to go in ahead. Uh, I think Poe had a good free kick, hit the bar, had a good, good chances. But then again, when uh, the opposition changed tactics and certainly pushed up hard on the field and tweaked some things, we didn't react at all. We kept playing in the same way. Nothing was done to change it. You could you could see the goal coming. You literally saw the um, Neto had like three shots in a row in sort of five minutes. Mourinho, uh, not Mourinho, Matinho started getting into the little pockets and all that. And you're kind of waiting for us to do something, and we don't. And again, even after their goal, I don't really remember us getting a chance. We, we lost with a whimper again. Well, we always play in the same way. We never change the way we play. You know, there's they can only play in they're only programmed, if you like, to play in in one way. And uh, they can't react when games um, change, when tactics change. 
when the pattern of the of, of the game goes against us, we just can't seem to, you know, we don't react, we don't change. We, we it's you say the war. I can barely remember the Wolves game. It was much like the one before and and, and the dismal defeat. If you know, a couple of months before we had a little run. Yeah, Gordon, how how, how did you sit? I, listen, I sat <coughs> I sat at half time, feeling actually quite optimistic. I was quite enjoying it. I watched it live. And I thought, okay, you know, significantly. But second half, you know, Son has a shot that, albeit, takes a slight deflection again, hits the crossbar. But I don't think Song, Kulu, or Harry Kane touched the ball after that. I mean, they just they just weren't even at the at the races. I mean, we didn't get the ball or look threatening in any way, shape. Now there are big players, and again, Dan Juma doesn't even get off the bench again. I mean, what are we starting this bloke for in January when he's not ready to go? No, I mean, I, I just, I, I just don't it. get it. You know, I think, I think they signed him thinking that more was going to go. Then I think Conte changed his mind. It was ironic that Triori uh, played so well, a player that Conte wanted our beat to play him, play as a wing back, and there he is, pushed forward, causing lots of damage. Good crosses, uh, taking on players, gets in the box, um, and again, just just the spirit from the, the two teams was just lackluster. Yeah, yeah, no, lackluster again, and, and I think we looked really leggy in that second half as well. Mm. Despite us rotating, despite him changing things to freshen things up, nothing has really been freshened up, is it? But I, but the things that I think they look around them. And they're looking for some inspiration, and there just is nothing there. You know, you, you've. Done, I mean, the player for me that has been the one player that sparked some sort of, you know, enthusiasm amongst us is um, Bentacore. Now, I, I think he's had such an unbelievable season, you know, and, and the two goals he got against Leeds and that showed that when we're down, he's a player that will step up and actually do that. He's such a massive loss, you know. When, you know now you've got sort of, you know. Um, uh, you know, Papi Sarr and uh, Skip Skip in midfield now. I mean, they're two players that weren't even on the radar. You know, I think Skip's come in and worked incredibly hard because, let's be honest, when we saw him early season, that he looked so, I said in the Newcastle game when he got that, he looked so far off the, pen, the, the pace, pace that he's, he's got still it recovering yeah. from injury. At least yeah. he looks up to speed now. And yeah. I think he's a, he's going to be a good player and, and he certainly wants to keep hold of. But mm. we just look, like you say, so late. we don't have that desire. I mean, when you want something and it's built within you, you know, and that's your kind of like your moment history, if you like, you know, you give everything. Those players just don't look as if they're actually even bothered. And that's what I'm saying. But I'm talking about even Harry Kane. You know, that right. second half against Wolves, it, 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 there's nothing there. Service, but he there's didn't nothing. get the ball. Well, I mean, he didn't exactly. get the ball. Kulu and Song just look like they don't even want to be on the park to me. Danny, Danny, there was, uh, I mentioned Moutinho there. Moutinho is a player that I think we were linked with about seven years ago. Yes. Uh, and um, certain Spurs players then went, oh, no, he's a bit old. This is seven years ago. He's still doing a job for Wolves. Okay, he doesn't play mm. every game 90 minutes. But here's a player that comes on, gets the ball, immediately play, starts playing forward passes, immediately puts pulls, balls in and around the box. It's staggering with, you know, Levy talks about the DNA of Tottenham. The DNA of Tottenham Hotspur, we don't have a creative midfielder Nope. In the squad, I mean, I mean, not even in the first eleven. In the squad, and the fact that we're still linked with Madison, a player that we could have got when he was at Norwich, and we decided not to pay the money again. We didn't think it was right. So many players we linked with that we don't get, who then go on and start doing that job. And the fact that you know, when we do go a goal down, you immediately go, 
if Kane and, and Kulisevsky and Son are well marked, which is basically what people double up on them, the other teams know there's no one in that midfield that's going to turn on a bit of magic, beat a player, play a great ball in, or have a shot from the edge of the box. We just don't have those players. You know, mm-hmm. Hobier rarely scores, Skip rarely scores. We just don't have them. Yeah, they listen, they're good, solid players. Hobier and Skip is a good player. But like you say, we don't have anybody who can open up the team uh, with a bit of magic, a bit of quality, apart from Harry himself. Mm-hmm. Jordan said in the second half, even he looked, you can't blame him for being disillusioned. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he, he can't pass to himself. He can't, he can't drop in midfield. No, I agree. Yeah. If, if, if only he could, you know, he's, yes. he, he, you know, he's in the top three number 10s in the world and the top three number nines in the world. I mean, combined, <laughs> I, I think he's probably, you could probably say he's the best player in the world. But, but, but we've but, all said for many years, you could drop Kane back, he could play in that sort of role, having dropped off. And it happened a little bit in the West Ham game where, you know, Richarlison played more central and all that. But Richarlison, he just doesn't even look up for it. But we could have gone and got Ericsson back. You know, he'd mm-hmm. been with Conte at Milan. We, I mean, we, we, you, know, you know, why wouldn't he want to have come back to us? We could he, have got well, him back. It, Paddock came down to money. They wanted quite big money. And money. again, Tottenham <laughs> decided he wasn't worth that money. He wasn't worth those wages. And it, it didn't happen. Again, we come yeah. back to money. Well, look, let, let's look ahead now to Wednesday. Uh, the defining game of our season. Uh, turn around a 1-0 deficit. We go on to the next knockout stages. It keeps the excitement going. It keeps the fans wanting to go. keeps the players going. It's going to be a very, very tough one. Um, you know, we started abysmally again at the San Siro. We all feared the worst when they scored so early. After that, we were the better team. Again, we had chances. We didn't take them. Um, and Danny, we, 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 you know, we know how AC Milan is set up. They also lost at the weekend. Fiorentina, they lost 2-1. A team that aren't playing particularly well. Mike Manuel, their French keeper, is back for this one. He's a really good keeper. Holbier will be back for Tottenham because he was suspended for the last game. But you know, again, they're going to go, come on, break us down. And will, will we have that guile to, 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 do, to do that? Well, that's, that's, that's not really our, our game, isn't it? To play against teams who, who are saying, come on, break us down. Because uh, that, that's really what we want teams to try and do to us and, and, and hit them on the break. Which the second half of last season worked but I don't it's, who can say who can say what uh, you don't know what Tottenham's going to turn up do we you know, be honest. Gonna, I thought that I had the exact same words in my head you don't know which Tottenham's going to turn up I mean we wouldn't be supporters if you know we listen I desperately hope dream that we are going to win and and I hold on to that hope and, and say I think we will win like, otherwise what's the alternative you know we might as well just give up yeah yeah, Gordon, how how do you think it's going to pan out on Wednesday? Listen, our, our home record, let's be positive here. Our home record actually recently has been decent. You know, you beat mm-hmm. you beat Man City, you know, reasonably comfortably, I've got to say. Yeah. You, you've gone on and beat West Ham and you've gone on and beat Chelsea. Now, okay, now both those clubs are struggling. I do that. But Milan is struggling. You know, they've dropped fifth in the table. You know, they've dropped down. You know, they've not things, things aren't going their way. You know, I, I mean, we, we could have been two 0 up in that Wars game, and, and we might have been sitting here, you know, with a thing of optimism. It didn't happen, you know, and we then just kind of rolled over and, and let the inevitability of that game take take its its toll. You know, if we get an early goal or we do something, you know, the crowd are up. You, you know, I, I think we'll win. Okay, I think we'll go through. You know, my fear is if we draw the next round. <laughs> well, 
look, look, if you get to, you get to the quarterfinal of, of, of the Champions League, it's going to be a, a, a cracking team. If that's your only fear, Gordon, you're doing all right. Yeah, but I, you know, let 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 let's get past this one. I, I I agree with Gordon. I think if if we start quickly, which obviously this season has barely happened, but if we do start quickly and get an early goal, um, I I I think we've got a chance. If it drags on and you know the crowd get frustrated and all that, but we just need a goal to pull level. There's no no away goals anymore in the competition. So even if we get on eighty nine minutes and it goes through extra time. So if we if we don't get through Wednesday and we're out, then get rid of Conte. Let's let's appoint a manager, okay, for for next year that can properly assess the squad that he's got now competitively, you know, for the rest of the season. So it's not it doesn't just drift away and it's wasted. And then we go and get targets, you know, um, in there. And there's a lot of good managers, you know, out there. You, you know, even if you go and got Potter or or Thomas Frank from Brentford, you know, I'd quite happily take those any of those managers. If, you know, I didn't take Pochettino, but, but I want a manager that's going to come there and coach those players. Do that, and if that means that we don't get Champions League for another year, then so be it. You know, but I think I, I, Wednesday night does define our season because if we get through to the quarterfinals, Levy will sit there with a big lardy dar on, saying actually it, it, we've achieved everything that I want to do. The fact that we we potentially won't be in the top four for next year and have not had Champions League. You know, actually says, you know, really, we've got to look and start putting those building blocks in place again. You know, because, listen, there's seven or eight players in that squad that can, can go out. Do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's going to be uh, quite a match. Uh, hopefully a glory, glory night uh, on Wednesday. Dyer's suspended as well for Wednesday night as well, remember? Of course. Of course. Yes, you absolutely. Know, that, that, that's how so doesn't start. Yeah, that that is that is a concern. What give us a score prediction for Wednesday, Gordon? I'm going. I'm going three-one. We're going to live the dream. Well, I think, like uh, Gordon was saying, the crowd have got a massive part to play. And like you said, if you get an early goal, they'll be well up for it. Listen, I love to think that there's another glory, glory night there. Uh, when does that happen? You know exactly. Or you know the, the the heart and soul of the club is still there. And these are the nights under the lights. You know, all white kit and all that. So, uh, 2-0 Spurs. 2-0 Spurs. I'm going to go 2-1 Spurs. I can see us going a goal down, uh, coming back. Uh, that would go then to extra time. And I think uh, we might do them in extra time, is, 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 is my gut feeling. Actually, let's let's uh, let's talk about the... the I'll just look at the tie now. Let's talk very quickly about then back to the league on uh, Saturday. Another home game, Nottingham Forest. A team we beat early this season. I think it was 2-0. I think we beat them earlier this season from memory. Uh, a team that do well. I mean, you talk about managers and keeping faith with them. He was a manager that took them up. They had a terrible run early on. There was loads of new players they had to integrate. They kept faith with them. The fans love him. And also they're doing well. I, I watched their game against Everton. They came back twice at the uh, the week. They play with energy. They play with verve. Okay, you can get it at the back. But uh, I think Saturday's... I think, Wednesday is going to have a big impact on, on Saturday. If we go out on Wednesday, then you kind of go, well, the season's over. There's sort of charts of top four. Everything's going to be a bit down. Win against Wednesday, then you think, well, we can kick on. How do you see that one going, Gordon? What's your gut feeling for Saturday? Well, I, I think in reality, we've got more points at this stage than we had last last, last year. And Incredible, isn't it? You know, Unbelievable. We, we all- yeah, but we also went out to Forest, bear in mind, in the in, in the League yes. Cup as well. Up yes. there. So and yes. we were pretty dire up there. Yes. But listen, you've got Forest, Southampton, Everton, Brighton, and Bournemouth. 
you know, you know, that's our next run of games. They're all must-win games to me. Yeah, every one of them is a must-win game. But these are the games we don't win. It's always the lower teams we always try. But, 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 but whatever you say about Conte, okay, he has this whole kind of mindset of you know the the, the, the whole league program builds up in a, in a sort of you know in a, in like first third, middle third, last third. This time, you know, the last third of the season, you know, we were pretty decent. You know, we went on there. He almost un- unleashed the players to actually go and perform and do some stuff and that, you know, let's hope that if he is staying after Wednesday, you know, that and actually that's what we start to do in the league. You know, my, my thing is, I just don't think, you know, we've necessarily got the quantity at the back or in the midfield, you know, to, to, to sustain that, you know, in what is some pretty big games to come, Anfield away, you've got obviously a Man United at home, you know, you've got, so you've got you Newcastle, some big, we've still got big, some big games. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if, we, if we're realistic about even finishing in Europe, you know, the next sort of, you know, five games, you know, in the league, I mean, you know, are all must-win games. And obviously, Brighton away, we, you know, we won that Brighton away. You know, they're, they're a decent side. And if you're looking at even getting into Europe, you know, Brighton and Fulham are the two teams you've got to stay ahead of, you know. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, forever the optimist, you know. I mean, let's be honest, you know, Brighton, Bournemouth, Forest um, are all at home, Milan. You know, it's only sort of Southampton and um, Everton that are away. You know, so it's four of those games are home. So you've got to say, you know, we've got to we've got to go out and win those games. And I think, you know, I think we're capable of it still. You know, yeah. Well, give us your score prediction for Saturday, Gordon. For Saturday, I think we'll I think Bill will beat Forest two 0 Two 0 Danny. Yeah. No, I agree with what you're saying, Mike. I think a lot depends on Wednesday. Mm. You know, if we if we win on Wednesday, listen, I said we're going to win two 0 on Wednesday. So then I've got to follow through and say. Then we'll be well up for Saturday and we're going to win 3 0. 3 0. I'm going to go 2 yeah. 1 again. I think it'll be. You always go 2 always 1. 2 1's always the top. <laughs> always been the 2 1. 2 1 top has always been, always been my, 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 my result. <laughs> Danny, tell us a bit about uh, I'm out there in a month or so. What's happening right. with uh, Tel Aviv Spurs? The official oh, it's the new uh, official supporters club here in Israel. Lovely. There's, there's Spurs Israel, but we wanted something a bit more focused on the local, uh, local area, mm-hmm. central area. So uh, Tel Aviv Spurs, uh, mostly Anglos. Right. Uh, so we're really trying to open it up to people who partly chose the name Tel Aviv Spurs. You know, well, It's a great, great city to go. Well, I mean, obviously it gets busy. Easter, Passover in, in uh, next month. A lot of people go out there. But what's the political situation at the moment? It's obviously a little bit fraught at the moment, isn't it? Well, yes. Have you been part of the That's... demos? Have you been there? I've been to some, yeah. Oh, glad to hear. Yeah, them. I mean, it's very, uh, like you said. Uh, but anyway, well, we'll see you when you come out. And what bar? Where, 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 where's, um, where, 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 where are the games watched? Where's this one going up a drink? Well, the, uh, it's new. This, in fact, our first screening is on Wednesday for the Milan match. Nice. And just, it's in Renano, which is like a suburb of Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of a lot of us live, and uh, there's a bar there that we're taking over, uh, and but we're going to move it around. Oh, okay. Have other screenings in Tel Aviv, and we're hoping. I think Mike, we're hoping to do a Q and A with yours. Uh, why would, with why would anyone want to listen to me do a Q and A? I have no idea, but uh, I'm happy to believe me. Plenty. <laughs> they're, 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 they're very excited. Well, okay, well, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to. Uh... I've, I've had a lifetime of Q and A. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Mowing the back of the car down the M1. 
normally is we right. go why did we go to that one and the, and the dinner we had before was as bad as yeah. uh, as bad as the uh the game oh dear anyway yeah well we're looking forward to that well that's it for this week sorry it's been a little bit down i think i think gordon's trying to be positive in this positive manner daddy not so much uh, no, I, I said 2-0 and 3-0. He said you'd rather sleep than watch some Spurs games. It's yeah. Shame you'd on you. You'd rather fall asleep. <laughs> you'd rather fall asleep. I don't, I don't think I'm the only one. <laughs> them, I don't listen, the listen one. let them put you to sleep rather than fall yeah. asleep before. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. It's, uh, well, it's going to be a fascinating week. Wednesday night, let's hope that, as he said, the crowd are up for it. We start well. And we have another great glory, glory night at the lane under the lights. Uh, so next week, uh, Danny Fenton is back. Kieran Duffy and Jonathan Rosenthal from another official club, LA Spurs. Uh, so look forward to hearing all about uh, the uh, LA setup for the official uh, club, uh, supporters club. Uh, thanks for listening around the world. Until next week, how about you, Spurs? If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.